All right, folks, welcome into another Rams Edge episode. I am your host, Jake Alamogan, and today we're going to be discussing Matthew Stafford. And obviously, you guys know where I the the job I think he's done. I think he's been incredible, but could he take his game to even another level in year two? We're going to talk about that. Before we do, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the channel of the show, Rams Edge. And also, if you're interested in Marvel Cinematic Universe, I also have another show, MCU Edge, uh, that you can subscribe to as well. But let's dive into it, right? Let's let's talk about it. Matthew Stafford, um, you know, obviously last year being the first quarterback to ever have 50 touchdowns and over 6,000 yards uh, in an entire season, including the playoffs, very, very impressive season for Matthew Stafford. But what does 2022 look like for Stafford? I think when you look at Matthew Stafford here, obviously, you know, you have to imagine being in year two, you're going to be more comfortable uh, in the offense. You know, you have, of course, you have a, a bigger bodied receiver that you're not really used to having, I, I would say, uh, in Allen Robinson. I think he's a total game changer. And you got a new offensive coordinator in Liam Cohen, who I think is going to open up the offense a little bit more. He's going to have more control than uh, Kevin O'Connell even had. So on top of that, looking at the fact he had 4,886 yards, 41 touchdowns, a 67.2 completion percentage, which is one of his best. It's actually, I believe, tied for his career best uh, with his 2015 season in Detroit. He also, in that season, had a 24th ranked run uh, rushing attack. And I think it's really important here because with Stafford, if he's able to make things work, without having a really explosive running game, what's going to happen if they fix that running game? Because that running game, it was very inconsistent last year. But he still made the most of it. And I think when you look at what Matthew Stafford brings to the table, I mean, that was the most yards last year, 4,886. It's the most yards in the regular season that he's had since going back to 2012, when he had Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron. His 41 touchdowns is the most for his career, tied with 2011 when he had Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron, and his 17 interceptions do tie his career high, or actually they do not, because he had uh, he had more interceptions in 2009. Now, here's my thing, okay? I'm not really worried about the interceptions. Shoot or shoot, Matthew Stafford is going to throw, okay? What I will say is that for those of you that are wondering if they'll go down this year, I do believe they'll go down big time. Because if you want to really dive into the interceptions, most of Matthew Stafford's interceptions came in, uh, you know, tight coverage, uh, came in situations where the ball was thrown up there and the receiver had to make a play and didn't. And I think now when you're put in that position, you know, it's kind of a meme, right? You know, I'll just press uh, press Y because, you know, you know, Calvin Johnson's going to be down there somewhere, you know. And it's just basically like the idea of just, you know, as the kids say, yeeting it (laughs) down the field because you just know he's going to be able to be a bailout method. Well, I'm not saying Allen Robinson is Calvin Johnson, 
But what I am saying is that he is a hell of a lot better than the options that they have as far as the guy that can play above the rim and can high point the football and win those 50-50 catches. The next best guy is probably Cooper Cup, and that is not what he is meant to do. It's not that he can't do it, but he was not put on this earth to go up in high point footballs. He was put on this earth to run the routes he runs, to have the hands that he has, and he's got underrated explosive ability that has really uh, transformed his game. So, yes, it is a little bit of a bummer that Robert Woods Woods will not be with the team, but could you argue that Robert Woods and Matthew Stafford just simply were never on the same page? And now you have Allen Robinson, you have Cooper Cup coming off of a fantastic MVP deserving season and now potentially a running game that's somewhat fixed you know last year they had a lot of a lot of ideas what they were going to do with cam Akers, and unfortunately cam Akers tore his achilles and when that happened they were kind of put a little bit in a funk they had daryl henderson and you guys know i really like daryl henderson but the issue has been health with him and going into the year suffering a hand injury the rams were left with no none of their uh no choice other than to go out and trade for sony michelle michelle is now with miami he is gone but the rams did recently acquire via the draft tyron williams the very talented running back the do-it-all running back from notre dame in the fifth round they trade up to get him this is somebody i think is going to be huge help in the running game I think he's going to be a help I think Daryl Henderson is and I think Cam Akers is you have other guys as well but those are the big three on top of that the offensive line which is really well built to run the football you got no boom you got Edwards Brian Allen Logan Bruss and Rob Havenstein don't be surprised if this run this this rushing attack takes the next step Don't be surprised if they have a good year, which does indeed open up play action. Play action opens up. Now you're really cooking with gas, and Stafford can really improve upon what he has because now he has more outlets. On top of that, you have three pass-catching backs in the backfield. You have Cam Akers, you have Daryl Henderson, and you have Kyron Williams. I think Williams is probably the best at all three. He's also potentially the best pass protector, although that's tougher when it comes to Henderson. The best pure runner is probably Cam Akers. But it is very interesting to have those three guys and what that is going to provide for a Matthew Stafford that needs that. Again, we talked about it. Matthew Stafford, if he only had a good team, you know, good roster, talented roster, talented defense, he could do good things. Well, he did great things. As a matter of fact, he won a Super Bowl. So that's already been proven. So I think, you know, when you're talking about Matthew Stafford, you're talking about 2022, you got to look at all the variables, all the dynamics here. First off, Stafford, he's staying in the same system. Yes, there may be a new offensive coordinator. Yes, they're going to add wrinkles in there. It's going to be a little different, but for the most part, it's the same system. So you get to master that system. You know, Tom Brady referred to it as his first year, It's like, yeah, you know, it's great and all, but at the same time, you're learning. You're new. You're the new kid. 
the second year, as Tom Brady put it when he was with the when you know he was with the Bucks for his second year, he said it was like coming back to school knowing you had friends in homeroom. Basically, you have the familiarity factor, and that's what Stafford is going through. Matthew Stafford is going through that. He's going to have the familiarity. Sure, they added a new weapon. It's more of a plus than a negative. I can tell you that much. Allen Robinson and him will be on the same page in no time. And he's going to have a big-time weapon in Allen Robinson, who I think is in for a career year, a contract uh, you know, inducing year, and a year that's going to remind people that he's still really darn good. But that's not who we're talking about today. We're isolating Matthew Stafford in this little series I'm doing. And, you know, when it comes to Matthew Stafford, like I said, you got the same offense. You got an offensive coordinator that wants to add some more creative, uh, you know, creativity to the offensive scheme. You have Allen Robinson coming to town. You got a run first looking offense, uh, you know, as far as the line is, is built. And then you have a running game that I think very well is going to be better than 24th in the league. So an improved running game, an improved big-bodied wide receiver, an improved offense, and your second year in said offense. So things are looking very good for Matthew Stafford, you'd have to imagine. So that's the first thing. The second thing, after all that, so you're going into 2022, all those things are great. The second thing here is that now... Matthew Stafford knows what it's like to play for a big-time team. He's he's totally okay with the pressure. He already showed us that. The interceptions, as I mentioned, you have Allen Robinson for. Uh, most of those interceptions, most of the 17 picks, were jump ball situations. You know, kind of just throwing it up there and hoping the receiver makes a play on the ball, giving him an opportunity. Well... Now you have Allen Robinson, who's absolutely built for that, 100%. That is what Allen Robinson's built for. Matthew Stafford, in his first year with the Rams, went 4-0-4 of 6-0-1 for passes. That's a 67.2 completion percentage if he missed it earlier, which is tied for his career high. He finished with 4,886 yards passing which again, if you missed it earlier, is third all-time for his career. Okay? So clearly this guy just had one of his best seasons. I think it was his best. Uh, You could argue the year he threw over 5,000 yards, sure, but he did more with less attempts, and they obviously won a Super Bowl. 41 touchdowns, tied for his career high back in 2011, if you missed it, and 17 picks, which is tied for his fourth worst season uh, or his third worst season. So, you know, as far as interceptions goes. So what are we going to see, Jake? What are we going to see for Matthew Stafford in 2022? Like, what can I expect if they went 12 and five and he was that good last year? What can I expect with everything you're saying? It sounds like he's going into a better situation in year two. Well, you would be right. I'll say this. Matthew Stafford's career high for touchdowns at 41? Yeah, you're going to want to put it a little higher because he's going to break that. He's going to have more than 41 passing touchdowns this year. What about 17 interceptions? Let's talk about this 
Because I've seen a lot of Matthew Stafford does a lot of picks. In reality, folks, he really doesn't. He threw 17. Yeah, that was a little high. Okay? It was. It was higher than I expected. I believe it was tied for the league lead. But up until that, and he's had some where his rookie year he threw 20, and then he threw 16 the year he threw 41 touchdowns. And, you know, he threw 17 the year he threw 20. He threw 19. After those three seasons, it was 12, 13, 10, 10, 11, 5, 10, and now 17. For the most part, he's right around the, you know, I'd probably say he's around 13, 11 to 13 interceptions, you know, in a season. His best years, he throws a little bit more because he's gunslinging, you know. But I think the interceptions are going to fall. I don't think he's going to throw 17 this year. I think you're probably looking around 13 or lower. I think he's going to throw at least 50 touchdowns, maybe more. And I think that completion percentage can get higher, believe it or not. Even though it's tied for his career high at 67.2, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in the 68, 69, 70 range. Would not be surprised at all. Now, the funny thing is, is that Matthew Stafford has a negative career record at 86, 95, and 1. And if you're doing the math on that, 86, 95, and 1. Depending on how the Rams' season goes this year, he could be in the mix to get over or close to 500. It's probably going to take two years, but we're probably looking at Matthew Stafford. Probably He's probably going to be in the positive range, you know, plus 500. So in 2022, you got a tougher schedule. I think he improves in every category. So what's the deal? What's the deal with him? Is he a 100-plus rating passer like he's been before? He actually had a 106 passer rating in 2019 before he got hurt. Lions were 3-4-1. He got hurt, 19 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. As long as he stays healthy, because obviously health is always a concern with anybody in the National Football League, but as long as he stays healthy with 34 comebacks, 42 game-winning drives, a guy that's coming off a 6,000-yard season when he combined playoffs, and 50 touchdowns, this clearly seems like a candidate to not only be one of the best quarterbacks in football, but win the MVP. And it brings me to my next point. When it comes to Matthew Stafford in 2022, I don't know if we're going to see the Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford or if we're going to see even more than that. But I'm thinking when you look at everything that, that's coming towards him, coming his way, all of the improvements, and you have to imagine that Stafford, at the end of the day, is going to improve upon his career totals. You have to imagine at the end of the day, Stafford may not win a Super Bowl, but he's going to be pretty darn close to winning a Super Bowl. This team should very well be a lock to be in the NFC title game. Period. They should be a lock to be in the NFC title game. Lock to be in the Super Bowl, that's a little, you know. I think they'll win the Super Bowl again this year. I think they're the next great dynasty. I've said that, but I understand for people not wanting to necessarily dive into that. But I just feel like when you 
you look at what Stafford can do and you look at all the weapons he has, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson are both around 1,600 yards receiving. They got to stay healthy, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know? It's one of those things. So what can Stafford bring? What can we expect from Stafford in 2022? I think you can expect very, very good football. I think you can expect improvement where maybe you didn't think improvement was going to come from. I think you can expect winning. I think you can expect leadership. I think at the end of the day, you can expect his clutch gene, clutch factor coming into play. And you can expect that the Rams are going to be in the NFC title game once again. Again, I think they win the Super Bowl. But unbiased perspective, I think they're at least, at the very least, an NFC title team. We'll see. But that is typically where I put them. And I think a lot of that obviously has to do with having Matthew Stafford. We saw with Jared Goff. We saw what he could potentially be. We saw he was potentially going to be a superstar. Let's not forget, or let's not act like it didn't happen. Jared Goff had some games. He had a few seasons. But make no mistake about it. They had a talented enough roster to win that Super Bowl then. And now they know what they did going out and getting Stafford. It's already proven. It's etched in stone. It was the right move. Now Matthew Stafford has a roster. He's got a coaching staff. He's already got a title under his belt. What's the irony about it is Colin Coward was talking about it, I believe, earlier in the offseason said, What's the difference between Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers? And I understand how crazy that sounds. And at at first, I kind of thought that was a little crazy thing to say. But he had a pretty good point. When you think about it, Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl win. And that wasn't really in his best. That wasn't anywhere near at his best. The defense was really good, headlined by Clay Matthews. But it was not him at his best. He's been far less successful when he's at his best. So what's the deal? Why is that the case? With Stafford, he's a Super Bowl away from passing Rodgers. And he's another playoff run away from going back-to-back undefeated. So the one guy that was uh, mocked for his playoff record, you're telling me if they win the Super Bowl this year, once again, that he would have a not only a winning playoff record, he would have gone two straight playoffs without losing. That's pretty crazy when you think about it. And the question does remain, not that, it really matters because at the end of the day, Matthew Stafford's going to end up being a Hall of Famer. He just is. But it does beg the question, how long does it take for him to become a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer in your eyes right now? 
You could drop in the comments. You can call in if you want. But I'm very curious to know from you guys. Because for me, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. If, you know, his career abruptly ended, he still might be based on what he's done because of the, the uh, ring. But, I mean, you have to imagine if he wins another back-to-back with the Rams... He's got to be a Hall of Famer. He's got it. It's it's just funny that like we're talking about that now. It seems a little premature, but at the same time, I mean, hey, look. This guy's 34 years old. Okay? Doesn't have forever. And, I mean, most guys don't. But, <clears throat> you know, Stafford... He's been dealing with some in- injury issues. Like, we've seen that. He gets banged up. It's the way he plays. He's five yards away from throwing uh, 50,000 yards in a career. Regular season, of course. Well, I mean, what, what do you expect, you know? 323 touchdowns. I mean, it's, it's not as simple as just going out there and not getting hurt. I mean, you're going to get hurt. Stafford had issues back, you know, back in the day in, in college. Early on in his career, dealt with injury. It is a concern, but for a guy that was 0-3 in the playoffs to go 4-0 last year, potentially going to be 7-0 or 8-0 if they win out this year, you know, as far with the Rams, it just kind of tells you all you need to know. Nine touchdowns, three interceptions, almost 1,200 yards passing. I think he's going to absolutely be everything that the Rams need, and I think he's going to propel them. I think he's going to put Allen Robinson in a position to look like one of the best receivers in the game again. I think he's still going to make Cooper Cup work out, despite the fact everyone is going to be keying in on him. I I still think that he's going to get the running game going and not just, you know, running the ball, but the receivers pass catching out of the backfield. I think he's going to do a lot of that. I mean, at the end of the day, I think with Matthew Stafford, I mean, that that's what you're getting. You're getting reliability and consistency, you know. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I I think coming into this year to answer the question, what can you expect from Matthew Stafford in 2022? If you haven't already heard, winning, consistency, as long as he stays healthy, I think the sky is truly the limit for him as long as he stays healthy and he continues to play. I understand it was five years since the last time he was in the playoffs. Five years. And then he goes to the playoffs this year and wins a Super Bowl. But one thing that's really important about this team, really important about the Rams, it's not really about that. It's not all about the Super Bowl. Because if it was... That wouldn't be the worst thing ever. It's justified, right? 
You win the Super Bowl, you want to talk about it. You want to you want to gloat a little bit, right? You got some bragging rights. But the thing that's going to allow the Rams to stay on top for as long as they do, the thing that's going to allow Matthew Stafford to stay on top of his game is not acting like they just won the Super Bowl. It's more so acting like they want to win it again. And I feel like the Rams and Matthew Stafford, they definitely have that mindset. They have the right idea. And I think it's going to go a long way for them in the future. I actually, I know it'll go a long way for them in the future. Because when you're not constantly thinking, okay, well, you know, we were in the Super Bowl last year. So, you know, like they're, they're not about last year. And Sean McVay has made that known. This team is all about winning again. They got to go through their preparations, their system. They got to make things happen for them. That's how it works. You can't be, if you want to be the next dynasty, you can't be totally set on just, okay, we won a title, we're good. That's not the Rams. It's not Stafford. It's not McVay. I don't see it happening. What I will say, what could be interesting, is following 2022, if Matthew Stafford wins again and he's feeling good at the end of this deal, does he retire or does he continue to play? I mean, we don't know how long he's going to play. As of right now, he'd be under contract until 38, 39 years old. Would he be the next Tom Brady to play into his late into his 40s? Who knows? And I say late because if you play in your 40s at quarterback and you're a starter, it doesn't matter if you're 40, 41, or 42. Like it, That's late to me. Just being in your 40s is just very late. But hey, who's to say Stafford isn't the next to do that, right? He's been treated like royalty in L.A. Obviously, you have your occasional heckler and occasional golf apologist. But for the most part, he you know really has two homes now. He knows at any point he can go back to Detroit, and they love him. He can throw the first pitch at a Tigers game. He can go and do a toy drive. Everyone loves him. But the thing that's so intriguing and interesting is that he also made L.A. his home. Not only does he live there with his kids, with his wife, but on top of it, he's starting to be in not every commercial, but you're starting to see him a little bit more. It's the marketability of Matthew Stafford, and it's what happens when you're in L.A. When you're the Rams starting quarterback, the Super Bowl champion quarterback, it's what happens. I mean, hell, Jimmy Garoppolo in California, he's in the Subway commercial, and he hasn't won anything. Think about it. So you got Stafford, who's already made a home for himself in Detroit, and you have Stafford in L.A., who continues to carve out his own path there. It's really interesting. And at the end of the day, I do kind of want to move a little bit away from the 2022 talk for a sec because I'm really curious about the idea if Matthew Stafford plays the next five years with the Rams, like the contract would suggest, and he wins one to two more Super Bowls, maybe just one, Is there any point 
any point at all where Matthew Stafford can actually turn himself into a ramp. And what I mean by that is how he's known for playing for the Lions. But is there a point where all of a sudden Matthew Stafford is no longer just a lion that became a ram at the end of his career, but instead Matthew Stafford is looking at potentially being the greatest quarterback in Rams history? I understand this sounds a little ridiculous, a little, but it's not when you think about it. You got Bob Waterfield, who obviously he has his number retired. You got Kurt Warner, Jim Everett, Norm Van Brocklin. Roman Gabriel, right? Those are your big names. Stafford wins a second ring, and nobody is on that level. Bob Waterfield has two. But as far as Super Bowl, no one's on that level. Because the Super Bowl wasn't a thing back then. You play more wild card games, etc. So he'd have more than Warner for the Rams, and then if he won a third title, he'd have more titles, period, than any of the quarterbacks with the Rams. That's something to keep in mind. I don't know, again, I don't know if it's a thing, because I'm one of those believers, if you look at basketball, for instance, and everyone wants to know what team LeBron is a part of when it's all said and done. LeBron James is the Cavalier. He was with them for 12 years, went back and won a title. Does not matter how many he wins in L.A. or Miami. He's a Cavalier. But at the same time, Stafford didn't win in Detroit. They didn't win a playoff game. And now he goes to the Rams and they win the Super Bowl's first year. I think it's a legitimate question. I think it's something that we definitely have to you know, wonder about. Is there a point where if Matthew Stafford wins multiple titles, is he considered a rant for the long run? Like looking back at his career, is he going to be most known as being a Ram or a Lion? Now, I understand recency bias may have you gravitating towards the Rams, but truthfully, I think it's closer than people realize, and I think it's going to be up to how many titles Stafford helps the Rams win. And since I have him. I expect him to have such a great 2022. I think he and Allen Robinson are going to connect big time. I think they're totally prepared for Cooper Cup to uh, somewhat have a, a little bit of a difficult season. Not saying that he'll play poorly, but just that teams are going to focus so much on trying to stop him. I think it's going to leave everyone else open. And so because of that, you know, I think Allen Robinson will have a really good year. But again, I think Stafford is going to help the Rams win a second Super Bowl in a row. I think the Rams are the next great dynasty. And, you know, as long as they stay doing what they do, they're going to be fine. I think Stafford, again, is going to improve upon his interception rate. I think that really helps going out and getting Allen Robinson for that. But I also think he'll have a better running, uh, you know, running game. I think he's going to have more of a, uh, a helpful offensive line as far as running the football. And furthermore, what I'll say is that I think this defense has a chance to be better than it was last year. I know it sounds kind of crazy because it doesn't have Vaughn Miller and it doesn't have Darius Williams. And there's a lot of you know uncertainty in the back end of the secondary. But at the same time, there's a lot of talent 
the back end of the secondary. They added Bobby Wagner. I really do like the way their defense looks. And for that reason, I wouldn't be surprised if they're better this year. So, yeah, I think Matthew Stafford is in for <clears throat> potential MVP season. I think it's going to be between him and Josh Allen in 2022. I think the Rams-Bills, that game is a preview for the Super Bowl. And to wrap this episode up of Matthew Stafford and what I believe his expectations are for 2022, I think if it's it, it can't be anything less than an NFC title appearance. You know, you can throw your bias aside. It's still going to be high for the Rams. They're still an NFC title team. You can't say they aren't. So for that reason, I'll say his expectations – potential MVP caliber season and an NFC title close to, you know, NFC title or Super Bowl. You know, it's one of those things. Obviously when you get to the big game, anything can happen. We saw that somehow the, the Bengals were up by 10 at one point when the Rams really looked like they were dominating them. But you know, it's just, it's one of those things, but yeah, I appreciate everyone that tuned in. Um, this has been another episode, the 10th episode of Rams edge and uh, had some fun talking to Matthew Stafford. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, be sure, if you like this, to subscribe to it. And if you're interested in Marvel Cinematic Universe talk, I will be doing that tomorrow on MCU Edge. You guys take care. Enjoy the rest of your night. Later.